Welcome back to the Micro Advice Podcast. Today, our spotlight topic is on practical CSM. This small business is on a mission to help customer success leaders, individual CSMs, and those aspiring to join the profession to better understand the leading practices for delivering CS services to their customers. To learn a little bit more about the community the Practical CS team is building, we're here with founder Rick Adams. Rick, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Oh, hi, Jim. No, thank you very much for inviting me on. Pleased to be here. Rick, I've heard you speak many times, and I'm always so impressed with your charisma and ability to clearly explain customer success leading practices in a manner where everyone can benefit, whether they're brand new to the profession or very experienced in the field of CS. So let's just start with, why did you set out to build Practical CSM? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you very much for the compliment. I've been delivering training throughout my uh, working life. I'm, I'm 53 right now, so uh, so it's been um, you know, maybe uh, you know 30 years of of delivering training on and off, or or, or not necessarily always completely full time. So yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you saying that I'm, I'm I'm okay at it because you know if I'm not by now, I really do need to give up. Um, <laughs> uh, so in in terms of you know wh- why am I now focusing on customer success? Well, you know my my background is technical. I started as a systems engineer, but actually, my my real passion in technology has always been a about the business use of technology and the value it delivers to businesses, and b uh, helping people in general. Just I love helping people, and that's why I've, I enjoy training so much. Um, so um, my my background in technical, plus my experience running my own software as a service company, which I did, plus my years of helping Cisco develop their certification programs, including their customer success program, uh, meant to me that in 2017, I was thinking, well, you know, what should I do as a next step? And I thought, now is the right time. Uh, in the industry of customer success management to try and bring in some proper standards and best practices through um, a, a generic framework. So I, I, I got myself uh, a book contract and I sat down and I wrote a framework and wrote the book around that, which was launched in um, July of 2019. Um, and from that, the next logical step being that I've always been involved in training then was to write training courses around that framework. So the book was launched uh, in 2019, and then Practical CSM, which is the training program, that was then launched in 2020. Okay, that's a fascinating story. I had no idea that you uh, ran your own uh, SaaS company before. And Yeah, uh, 2006 to 2012. Okay, that's fantastic. So over the course of your career, you know, I, I would take it you've seen what works well when it comes to customer success and customer experience, and probably not so well, actually. That how do you incorporate all of this kind of lessons learned over 30-some years of practice into your business today? Yeah, well, that's the secret, isn't it? <laughs> um, you know, and and, and look, there's lots of ways that you you can go about doing things, but generally speaking, there's look, there's a there's a a better way, right? Or multiple, you know, maybe not a better way, but there are better ways and there are less less good ways. And I'm not suggesting in my framework that I've got so it's sold all the customer success issues, and I now know the very best way of doing it. And of course, it's it's progressing. Yeah, you know, customer success as a as an industry is is progressing anyway and and what what's what's best right now you know we're learning 
new things all the time. But you know, in in the condition that we're in right now in 2021, you know, I have had that that background of you know, six years of running my own SaaS company, six years of working with Cisco, helping them develop your know, best practices for for Cisco. And then a couple of years of writing the book and doing the research for that, and then you know a year or so of running the course. You know, I, I think I've got a pretty good handle on it uh, as to as to currently what's best practice, and that's the point of the framework. It makes life so much easier. You know, why reinvent the wheel? Um, so Isaac Newton is very famously quoted as saying, "You know, I got where I've got to by standing on the shoulders of giants." You know, if he'd if he'd have had to have like started from first principles in physics and maths. Yeah, he would not have come up with his his algebra and his calculus and his geometry in maths, and he wouldn't have come up with his gravity and his um, you know law, laws of motion um, in in science because he wouldn't have had time because he'd be worrying about you know whether there's a whether there's a sixth element or not you know, and, you know, fire, water, and what are the others? So you know, the fact that people have gone before him and worked on that, and that's really, you know, my approach is why reinvent the wheel as a customer success organization? Best practice is out there for, for what we know currently, uh, and that's really what we've put into the framework is, you know, the best ideas that, that, are, that are out there currently that, that are tried and tested and that we know work. Yeah, I, I love the point you made about, we're at one moment in time right now when it comes to CS and there are best practices out there, but it's a moving target. And oh, every yeah. day new information comes out that you have to be agile and continuously develop. Yeah. That's a great point. No, it is. You're, you're very true. So, and, and indeed part of what we offer when we, when we de- deliver the training for a company is actually, there's, there's almost two parts to it. One is the, the certification program, right? Which you get, an exam on in the end and you go through 10 modules start at module one end at module 10 but the other is a continuing professional development platform this has got lots of extra surrounding information lots of interviews with experts and uh, lots of assets created by all sorts of different people that you can also access alongside the formal training course as well which then gives us that uh, ability to move much more quickly to jump on new ideas and and to release those to uh, our our customers alongside you know the certification program which doesn't update quite so often obviously you know if if things need to be updated they will be but i, I agree with you it, it's important to keep on top of especially something like customer success which is changing all the time so rick if you're coaching somebody new to the profession uh, whether they be younger in their career or more experienced in their career, just new to CS, you know, what are some of the leading practices they can utilize to start off on the right foot? Well, I would say uh, this is one of those questions, isn't it? So what makes a good customer success manager? And uh, you know, if you ask ten CS leaders, you'll get ten different answers. Uh, um, I'll be right. So yeah, uh, but there will there will be some some common linkages, and the way I look at it is there are three core domains of expertise plus one hidden extra one and the three hidden uh, sorry the three domains of, of expertise that are the core ones are first of all your customer's industry so you've got to understand your customer if you're going to be useful as a consultant going in to say look i think you should do this in this way in this order in order to maximize your outcomes from from what you're trying to achieve you've got to understand the context of the business 
So you've got to, if you're selling a, I don't know, accountancy software to accountants, you've got to understand the world of accountants. You've got to understand the language they talk, the types of challenges that they're facing right now, you know, what the latest legislation is, you know, whatever, whatever they're keeping them up at, at night worrying about, you've got to know it. So that then when you're talking to them, A, they trust you because you're talking their language and they get that you get that you're on the, the, the page that they're on. But B, also, you can be relevant in your suggestions as to what to do and how to do it that is actually going to be usable and useful for them to get the outputs they need to ultimately achieve their outcomes. So that's that's domain of expertise. And by the way, when I say expertise, I'm talking about a combination of knowledge, skills, and experience, right? That combination might vary sometimes, might be more knowledge or more skills or more experience at different times, but it's always going to be, that's the expertise. Um, so that's the first domain. The second domain is your product, you know, your company's product. So that is something, you know, your customer already knows their industry. Okay. So you've got to have enough to be able to talk to them in it, but they don't already know your product. It's new to them. So you've got to be able to help them to understand the features and the abilities and the capabilities and who as users might be using this product in what ways to do what, you know, what, what, how much training they might need, um, how much incentivization they might need, you know, how to communicate to them what's happening, how to deliver that training, how long it will take, you know, et cetera. So you've got to, you've got to understand your product from the perspective of how does it help generate outcomes and how can you deploy it and, and get maximum value from it as an organization. So that's the second area or, or, or domain of expertise. And the third domain of expertise, once you've got those two, is customer success best practice. And that's very straightforward. It's the same as if you go to a dentist, you expect them to understand dentistry. If you go to a car mechanic, you hope they can strip the engine down, right? I can't strip an engine down, all right? Uh, I've, I've, I've no idea. And I certainly, you know, don't let me near your your teeth you know because i wouldn't have a clue but that is the expertise that you and, and and you choose a car mechanic of a company that is a reputable one that's got trained qualified certified car mechanics right not people who say well i'm not certified in it but i'll have a go you know you don't want enthusiastic amateurs near your teeth or near your car or near your accounts and i would suggest that's exactly the same for customer success you, know, you don't want enthusiastic amateurs near your outcomes Thank you very much. You want someone who is an expert, who is trained and qualified in the process of getting outcomes from products. So that's the three core domains. Then I'm going to add one extra like secret source, which is your own um, uh, personality, your qualities as an individual. So for example, are you energetic and enthusiastic? Yeah. Are you a self-starter? Are you self-motivated? Do you get on easily with people and, and, and can make friends and, and build trust relationships with people? Uh, are you able to manage time well? Are, are you okay with managing stress and a heavy workload uh, and multiple calls from different uh, people on your time? Um, are, are you able to negotiate? Are you able to sell? Are you able to train and to uh, explain things and communicate well? Are you a good listener? Uh, can you analyze data? Can you report on data, both written and verbal? 
and so on. And, you know, that list, you can go on forever, you know, as to you know, what that list is. But, you know, I, I, hopefully I've listed what I think is, you know, some of the most important sort of personal aspects. So I call those personal qualities. So three domains of expertise plus your personal qualities equals a great customer success manager, in my opinion. Okay. That is very clear answer around exactly what to focus on in, in each of those domains plus you know the types of desirable personality traits that make a successful CSM. Yeah, and this is what we try to do at Practical CSM. You know, we've broken it down into here are the here are the things you need, and here are mm-hmm. the steps to get them. So that because if you look at you know, I look at my, my father was in the building trade, and I look at I don't know, like a, a, a massive um, like building, like a like an office or something. Yeah, at, at the beginning of that, how many bricks are they going to put together? Like twenty million bricks are going to go into this huge office or whatever. I think oh, I couldn't even begin to start to think about that. But obviously, they don't do it like that. They break it down into units and into phases and into you know, so so now now you yeah you, know, you break it down. It's not twenty million bricks. Oh my goodness, I can't even begin to think how we're going to do that. It's right, do this wall next. <laughs> yeah well that's much more manageable and that's right. that's project management right i mean that that's 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 how you you know you break down something that is complicated into simple constituents and then you place them in an order and you do them one by one that, that makes that makes a ton of sense and you know as you're growing in your career so it, it, you know you assume that you nail some of these different foundational aspects and right. understanding of the practice how do you continue to grow if you were you know yeah. giving some advice of more mature cs leaders yeah well i'm i'm you know very much an advocate of ongoing learning yeah life i'm a lifetime learner i'm sure you are um and and everybody should be in my opinion yeah i think um you know just for their own um enjoyment apart from any like value uh, aside from that intrinsic value of of learning new stuff and that's great and fun uh, and and I think it makes you a better person. Uh, so you know, and 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 the, the the wider you learn, the better from a personal point of view. But from a, a career point of view, obviously slightly different. Yeah, you're more focused. But again, I think I think once you're past the the fundamentals, so we offer a, a, a certified CSM professional, which we call Level Four at the moment. Um, and what we mean by that is we mean like a like a degree, like a, a first degree in customer success management. No, it's not a degree. I don't want to, like, we're not academic. We, we're not able to issue actual degrees. But it's like that level in the sense that we dictate to you what are in the mod. There's 10 modules. You start at one. You end at 10. There's an exam at the end. We dictate the syllabus to you. And at the end of it, if you pass that exam, you can genuinely say, I know from A to Z, the the fundamental basics of customer success to a professional standard, okay? But then, as you say, what do you do after that when you're four or five years in and you've got that and you want to progress onwards? Well, I think then it's like it's like um, what well, what we offer is like um, like a master's where you're more in charge, or even like a doctorate where you're completely in charge, right? It's not a question of you being dictated to by the universities to you will learn this then this then this then there's an exam you know the masters there's a bit of that and there's a bit of voluntary and there's a bit of dissertation and you know in between and at the doctor it's completely dissertation you, know, you you choose the topic right and and you you instead of going broad you go deep in one specific direction and and that's the thing is is when you get past the 
the the the the, the broad standard at level four to move onwards you've got to specialize a little bit and say well look, my interest lies in the consultative side or, or uh you know and the, the business side or my expertise i really want to do the renewal side of things and the licensing side of things or i want to i want to focus on project management and the more technical aspects of ensuring that everything gets happens right or i want to get a change management qualification be able to help the customer to actually manage and motivate people through the process of change which as we all know it's people who make or break uh, an implementation you know, so there's all sorts of ways you could go forward and then what you need then is you need to start to focus in on those areas take responsibility for yourself so you know, everybody is the ceo of their own uh, career uh, and decide right what what specific directions do i want to take and then start to find the training that is more specific to those needs so you, you go deep rather than broad after you've done that sort of basic level okay that makes it that makes a ton of sense so you know like undergraduate degree versus master's versus phd you just start drilling in to particular different more and more it becomes yeah it becomes more deep less broad and Mm -hmm. more under your control what you're what you're studying and less under the control of the university and we we do the same thing yeah we take that same principle so rick you know over i would say the next couple of years where do you see the CS field evolving? And and how can these leaders, as they start growing and specializing, how can they stay abreast of all these changes going on? Well, great, great question. So there's there's a number of things from that. I mean, I think the first thing is, is what we are definitely seeing is that customer success was growing massively before COVID-19 in March 2020. It was like, going almost like 100%. It was like 75% or something growth year on year for a few years, um, uh, at least according to LinkedIn which is and Gainsight, which is just incredible. It's just ridiculous. Um, and then it stalled, but now it is re- really going great guns again, and it, it is moving rapidly again. I am my friend, for example, Alan for Camp at Pi Recruitment. Um, you know, he he's under so much pressure to find roles he, he's overwhelmed with with organizations looking for, for csms so uh, therefore you know, the net n- number the total number of customer success managers is growing which partially is new teams but it also is existing teams are growing rapidly now here's the issue how do you scale your customer success team from your five or six people who you know really well and then suddenly you look around and you're a dozen and then you look around again and there's 30 of you how can you deliver the same quality of training and coaching to the 30 that you used to do to the five or six well you don't know them as well they may not now especially but in any case they may not be in the same region or location as you and and you don't have the time now as a manager you're busy reporting back to the business and doing all the sort of businessy stuff because your role has changed as well as a, as a leader from a, a leader of 30 where, where it was a leader of five so you're not you know, in in the best position to be doing coaching and training anymore, even if you could, because there's too many people to do it. So this is where I think we are seeing a movement 
in terms of training and certification to training companies like myself to say, well, look, yeah, we need to engage you now because what we need is we need one way of doing things. We need a standardized methodology because we can't have everybody just going off and doing it their own way. And of course, that again is how things have grown because it's a fairly new industry and everybody's sort of picked it up as they've gone along and done it different ways. And, and, and people come from different backgrounds. So half your team is excellent at service management because they used to be service managers. And like there's two thirds of your or another third of your team came from sales. So they're great at the selling side, but not, not so good at the another side of it. And then you've got a couple of people who maybe were more consultative and they know the consultancy side, but they can't sell. Yeah. And, and, and so you get, you know, a mixture of like, I've, everyone's got some of it, but no one's got all, all of the basics. And that again is this, you know, this bring everybody up to the right standard, use one framework, one methodology, build your resources, your playbooks and your assets and your tools around that framework. And then everybody can work together as a team. You can onboard people more easily and you can grow and scale it much more simply. Okay. I like that a lot about the growth and scale and doing it in that concerted effort. I, I've seen several can I, can different companies your, struggle with that. Well, oh, well, go ahead. Yeah. Apologies for interrupting. Just one other point is you can also then use that in your marketing mm -hmm. Be because as I said earlier, you know, I don't go to a dentist who's not qualified. Obviously nobody would, nobody would die. Oh, well, go on and have a go. You know, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen. And, and why, why would a business entrust its outcomes to unqualified CSMs? I wouldn't want to do that. I'd I'd be saying just like if you were giving security advice, your security professional service consultants are security certified, right? By Cisco or you know whoever the firewall is or you know whatever the software is or, or whatever the advice is, you know they are qualified and certified, and they maintain those qualifications and certifications and routing and switching and all the other bits of tech. Why does it? Why is it suddenly different? With customer success, surely it's even more important. It's the business outcomes now. Yes, it's the value of it all on top. Well, you right. want certified, qualified. So it's a great thing to be marketing, in my opinion, to, to, to your customers. Say, look, not only do you get our fantastic best of breed, better than anybody else's product, but you also get our certified, qualified CSM to make sure you get the value. I love it. No, that makes a ton of sense. Rick, so final question for today. Yeah. Uh, and we could talk all day about this. This is this is great. <laughs> so where do you see practical CSM headed over the next, you know, maybe two to five years? Where do you want to take it? Oh, we, we want to continue to, I mean, we, we, we're new, uh, as I think I mentioned. I mean, we, we launched... Uh, yeah, we launched the book in, in 2019. We, we launched the company in 2020. In fact, in March of 2020, terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible time. Uh, and, and so because of that, we really lost the first six months, at least of that. So you could really argue we've been going, you know, really about a year for any value that we've got so we're still very new so you know i would say at the moment it's not like we've got ambitions to change we've got ambitions to you know take what we've done and scale it and and, and continue to grow so we've got you know fantastic customers under our belts all of proof of have been so you know good at, at telling us you know what 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 they want and what they need. And also the feedback has been fantastic from them. They love the product, which is yeah, obviously exactly what we want to hear. So, um, you know, so we want to continue to refine and improve. We've got a new version coming out 
um very soon of the academy which is the 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 actual platform which has got you know some new features and, and all the rest of it but really it's steady as she goes with improvements a, a, along the way um and 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 scale and, and grow the business because we think we're in the right place at the right time now and as i said as customer success grows so surely the need for training and certification grows with it good luck rick this is this is fantastic thank you so much for taking the time to speak here oh. today Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you for letting me talk about my company. I, mean, I really appreciate it. It's been great talking to you. You're a great host. Yeah, you ask you ask wonderful questions. And um, no, it's been my absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, well, fantastic. No, that, that's, this is that's great. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or thoughts on a customer experience podcast topic, please drop me a line on LinkedIn. As always, you can find this and many other episodes of the Micro Advice CX podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Have a great week. Bye-bye.